This episode of the Nerdball Podcast is brought to you by Fort Max CrossFit. Even though I am not in the office doing these episodes, uh, they are still um, gracious enough that I will continue to uh, shout them out. Uh, and if you ask Lorenzo, have you started working out with them? Uh, the answer is no, I have not uh, because I am lazy. And I don't even know if I'm lazy. I think it's just time. I think it's just my time. Right right now, I'm putting in like nine, 10 hour days at work uh, and then coaching sports. So, um, but maybe that's just my excuse and <laughs> I should just get my butt down there and, and start working out. Uh, so Formex CrossFit has, you know, uh, classes for all skill levels, all ages, uh, their website's pretty great. So check out, uh, fortmexcrossfit.com for all the information. My guest today, the kid that I coached in junior high track, uh, we don't really, we talk about a little bit about that, but, uh, we get into a lot of different stuff. Again, uh, I'm not going to belabor what you're, I'm not going to just list off everything you're about to listen to, uh, cause I'm not trying to do that anymore. So, uh, I appreciate you, you downloading and we just hit 20,000 downloads, uh, overall for the podcast, which is really exciting. Uh, $20,000. We have over 100 uh, YouTube subscribers. I think it's 110 now. So that's pretty cool. Uh, it's growing. Uh, please, please like and share, uh, rate and review wherever you listen to it. Uh, more people will find it that way. Um, I, uh, again, month of June is really difficult. So we're, uh, we're past that uh, end of July, starting uh, to podcast more and get these episodes out. So thanks for sticking with me. Uh, and uh, thanks for uh, listening to this episode. My name is Jonathan Coots, and this is the Nerdball Podcast. All right, Jonathan. Uh, thanks for for agreeing to come on to my podcast 15 minutes ago. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um you're the second guest in a row where i said hey you want podcast right now and they're like yeah we're good so uh, hey, that's the best so, way to do it i say yeah yeah i appreciate it man um the, the thing i always ask my guests is uh what's something you've been nerding out about lately something you're super into uh if it's something you've mm. been doing for a while uh, something you just started just a hobby you know cooking reading whatever but something you're mm. that just that you've really into lately so i've been getting i've always been a fan but i've lately really been getting into uh, the Inklings, uh, which is a group of authors, C.S. Lewis and J.R.R. Tolkien, as well as lesser known ones such as Owen Barfield and Charles Williams. Okay. Uh, so I've really been getting back. I started reading The Hobbit again. And so I really started getting, and I'm a huge fan of Tolkien, but started reading more of his other works as well as some more C.S. Lewis stuff. So um, you sound too cultured to be on my podcast right now, but uh, th but this is great. <laughs> this is... I I was just talking, uh, you know, wrapping up an episode I did yesterday. And at the end, I like, like, I like this question because it's always something different and more times than yeah. not, it's something I don't really do. So first of all, uh -huh. you said at the beginning, Inklings, what, why, yeah. what is that? What, why is they? why are they called that? So they're called the Inklings, uh, because C.S. Lewis, I believe if, and I believe I'm getting this correct. If I remember, uh, C.S. Lewis, um, said, um, it was kind of a play on words. He kind of just just joking around, you know, and we have an inkling about writing. So they right. really just got together at a pub and drank. Um, and then because <laughs> they're British, they're all British. Okay. Um, and so then they would talk about whatever they write. And so they dabbled in ink is what he joked. And so they called themselves the inklings. Okay. Okay. So what? So this is it sounds like you have read these books and now you're doing it again. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. Most of them. So what? uh 
what what draws you back like for me like if i read a book you know yeah i, I probably won't go back to it but what what draws you back yeah. into something you've already read so i read the hobbit and lord of the rings a long time ago uh, -huh. uh the the hobbit is a book that my dad and mom would read to me when i was a kid me oh. and my brother um i think you coached my brother actually nathan yeah um so they would read that book to us when we were kids, you know, before bedtime. And so I haven't read it in a long time. Um, and, you know, it's just a very profound book. And I really got back into it uh, because I started reading some of Owen Barfield's books. And so I kind of just heard about him. And um, a lot of like the podcasts that I listen to, they're the authors that they talk about a lot. So I'm just curious about getting back into him and, you know, getting some of his untouched works as well. C.S. Lewis's and some of their lesser known books. I like to go back and and find those ones um you have uh are those all your books behind you is that all they your are books? yes yeah i have another bookshelf over there as oh, well. really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it, it, i mean it appears and it sounds like uh this love of reading obviously stemmed from your parents reading books to you oh, and you absolutely. just kind of kind of just took it over from there yeah my dad's a a phd doctor so he might have a slightly maybe just a, a couple books more than i do at this point yeah um but I'm catching him. Yeah. I'm catching him. So <laughs> that's the goal. Have you read every one of those books on those shelves? I have not. Okay. No. All right. I will not, I will not lie. Uh, <laughs> I've read, I've read probably half of them. Okay. Um, my problem is I buy a book and I want to read it, but I'm currently reading a book and then I want to buy another book. And so I buy that book and then mm. it just spirals out of control. Are there, are there certain books that you don't have interest in reading? Certain kinds of books, I should say. Muddy romance novels. That's about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But um, so I, I like reading uh mm -hmm. I, most of the books I like reading are sports books. Oh, yeah, um, sure. I knew um and the uh Dan uh, Dan, Dan Brown books. Uh, I, I like love all those Dan Brown. Too. I yeah. have he's he's probably one of the authors that got me into reading the most. Yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah. When when I was like I was like 19 or 20. And I started reading one of his books. I'm like, man, this is really mm -hmm. awesome. And then mm -hmm. I realized like, oh, all, a lot of these are the same character and they're yeah. all connected. I check everything. his website every every couple of months Yeah, because he's supposed to have a new one coming out soon. But With the, with that same character? Yeah, with Robert Langdon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's it, again, it, it got me into reading. Now it's just mm -hmm. a timing thing. And I talked to, oh, sure. uh, I talked to Scott Buecher, which I know you, you, you know. Uh, Mr. Buker is the the principal now at the junior high, but uh, oh, yes. when, okay. yeah, when you were there, he might have been. Uh, he was athletic director before. He was, uh -huh. uh, yeah, he taught at the high school and stuff too. But um, he he had has a good. He reads a lot of books, and what he does, mm -hmm. is, a lot of them are like, not uh, I don't want to say like self help, but like uh, sure, kind of that genre, but other just like you're reading books and you're learning things. So you got a lot of underlining, a lot of highlighting and what he does mm -hmm. something that I want to start doing too. What he does is he'll go through a book, underline, read everything. And then he will take everything he underlined and highlighted and then put it in his own document. And he has all these things that are important oh, from that book. That's a brilliant idea. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought it was a lot cool of my too. books too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's Very cool. Nice. It was a cool idea because you know, you can go back and then just read these parts that were, you know, that were important to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what kind of like sports books do you read? Like, like, like sports stats books or like stories about the, like the athletes? Like I know Drew Brees has a book, yeah. you know, Tim Tebow's got a lot, but do you read, do you like to read those kind of books? I read, yeah, I'll read, uh, a lot of them are about teams. Uh, mm -hmm. I read, 
uh, one of one of my favorite books I read was the, called The Big Book of Basketball, which is by Bill oh. Simmons. Uh, that was oh, yeah, all. I've heard of him. Yeah, yeah, he's a big podcaster. He, you know, he owns his own okay. podcast thing and does. Uh, he's big on Spotify and stuff. But uh, gotcha. super famous. He's been on ESPN before and started his own mm-hmm. thing. But um, so that was cool because it was just like basically he made like here's my big book of basketball. Here's here's who I think should be in this like period. Like had this pyramid of athlete of NBA players and all this stuff, but um you know i read i read uh there's about the uh he's not the angels manager anymore i always forget his name but uh the angels manager has a book um but yeah it's a lot of times it's about teams and teams that i'm interested in there was i read a yankees book one time so it's it's okay. it's i mean i like sports where i'll read whatever i'll watch yeah. whatever you know but uh, yeah but i do enjoy, enjoy there's a book that, kind of that i i want to read that's on my dad's shelf um i don't know if you're into rugby at all uh, but he's got a book, I believe it's called Legacy, and yeah. it's about the All Blacks. Oh, yeah. Um, which is, of course, like one of, which is, this is a real world, but the most winningest sports team, yeah. I believe, uh, in the history of sports is the All Blacks. And so there's a book in there that I think was written by one of their previous coaches or managers or something okay. uh, that my dad has. That always seemed really interesting to me. Yeah, I like... Um, I'll watch... Yeah, here it says the most successful... Undefeated in over seventy-five percent of their international matches. Wow! Over the last hundred years, yeah. So, I like seeing those. Uh, I, I'm not a huge, you know, rugby fan. I know I like. I watch it, and um, mm-hmm. but I like when they do, um, like, like. Uh, I don't know if it's them. I think it's them where they do like the, the haka. haka. Yeah, yep. I like watching those videos. It's. I don't know what it is. It's just like. I get drawn into it and it's oh, so yeah. like how they all oh, yeah. know it. And it's just so like, I know it's so powerful to them. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. so don't ever look up what the words mean. Okay. It's pointing Cause it's about a hairy man dancing for the sun. Okay. Um, so I had the, um, the absolute privilege to go to New Zealand oh. one time. Um, and so one of the best things about New Zealand, when you get into the airport, they have a giant statue of a stone dwarf with a sign on it that says welcome to middle earth which gave me <laughs> chills by the way is awesome but we also got to go to a, a maori uh camp and mm. they did a haka for us and they told us what it meant and then it was like oh that's kind of disappointing but <laughs> you were thinking about something. like the blood of our enemies will be shed and <laughs> but it's not it's about a hairy man dancing for the sun but you know i do uh i do like your setup right now too it looks pretty cool thank you yeah thank you I just yeah. started experimenting th- with this. I have another one. So I essentially have like a mirrored set. So I have another one with a big map of the earth and my okay. desk that I do yeah. my podcast on. But I've been on this other guy's podcast a lot because I'm the co-host of it now. And uh-huh. they're like two hour long episodes. And my seat's yeah. not quite comfortable enough for that. Yeah, you look real comfy. Nice, yeah. I got my nice comfy chair and, and we're chilling on this one. So yeah, two hours, man. What's, what is that podcast? Uh, so it's called The Purple Political Breakdown. And it's primarily a political podcast. Uh, so we talk about trying to find like real common sense uh, resolving or uh, resolving of issues uh, between the left and the right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what that one's primarily about. My my podcast is not political uh, explicitly. It's more about philosophy, um, if anything, and history. So yeah. I'm a really big. I really like history a lot. So I try to talk about that and that sort of stuff. What's your what's your podcast called? So my podcast is called The Classic Life. Okay. All right. And what's the other one called? 
uh, the purple political breakdown. That's right. Okay. And um, so how, how long have you been, been podcasting? So in this upcoming September or October, mm-hmm. October uh, will be two years. Nice. All right. So what, uh, what made you want to start doing that? Uh, going into college uh, was very frustrating for me uh, mm-hmm. because um, it just wasn't like, I didn't feel like I was being taught anything. Uh-huh. Like all the professors were doing uh, was kind of just reading off of slides. Like they didn't teach, they didn't lecture. Yeah. Uh, so it's just like essentially verbatim quoting a textbook. And I thought that was frustrating. And they had things that they wanted that they said that I kind of just disagreed with. Mm-hmm. And so I started doing research on my own about these certain topics and related topics. And it was kind of a way to keep me sane so I could like actually study the things that I was actually interested in. Um, yeah. Because a lot of like the first two years of college, you pretty much don't learn anything you want to learn. Uh, depending on the the university, they'll have a certain amount of prerequisites. Yeah, it's um, not, a lot, not a lot of picking your own classes. No, not at yeah. first. So now yeah. I'm in a spot. I'm graduating in 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 the fall, okay. and I'm at a spot where I can kind of pick and choose some courses, um, but not even then, not a whole lot. Uh-huh. So my podcast was really a way for me to get the ideas that I was actually interested in, uh, that I could research them and and talk about them and tell people about them. Yeah. Uh, how's, how's it been going? Like, are you, I know for me, I just, I love doing it, you know, but, yeah. but mine's, mine's a little different where, uh, I always tell people like, yeah, it's fun. You know, it, I never prepare anything because mm-hmm. like I, mm-hmm. I've been getting, I pride myself on being a good interviewer. So I just like go, yeah, yeah. go with on the fly. Sometimes I prepare questions, but uh, if there's something specific I want to hit, but, um, yeah. but I, I just like talking to people. So for you, it sounds like you do have to do some preparation depending on yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. So I do, I do a lot of preparation, yeah. um, uh, depending on the topic, some topics I, I just know more about cause it's more on my wheelhouse. Some of them, I kind of stretch a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, but some episodes I did, I've actually like almost fully scripted them, but I try not to do that. Cause then it doesn't feel like as really authentic of a podcast, Okay, uh, but it's going well. It was growing a lot and it was getting pretty big for a little bit. Um, I should say relatively big. But I had kind of had to slow down because I'm getting ready to take the LSATs for law school. So uh, kind of trying to study more for that. Uh, I'm taking like 21 credits a semester wow. for my last two semesters, uh, which is a lot. 12 yeah. is full credits. Yeah. Um. So I I wanted to kind of be a little bit responsible for as much as I love <laughs> podcasting. I figured I should probably spend some time studying for college. Yeah. Unfortunately, um. <laughs> so I kind of slowed down and I cut it from once a week to once a month. Mm-hmm. Um. Which is frustrating because I have like a lot of ideas that I want to do and try to cover and just balancing the time, but it's still going pretty well. I still get probably about sixty downloads an episode. Nice. I do it in like a, in a, I think two three weeks ish. So. Yeah, yeah. That that's always a hard part, you know, staying consistent. But even if you if you're like, hey, yes, I am once a week, but now I'm once a month, but I'm still going to be consistent. You're still going to get yep. an episode once a month, you know, and and that's you know. I'm realizing yeah. it happened happened last year and happened this year. June just isn't going to happen. So I just, I had no, I didn't put out new episodes. I just like put out old, old episodes or, mm. you know, I did some episodes with my friends and my other podcast gotcha. called, called three different dads that I put out. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I, I, it, and it's cool. You know, I love doing it and obviously I want a lot of people to listen, but yeah, I do enjoy getting like, even if it's a comment or, 
a text saying, Hey, like, where's, where's the new episode? You know, like, yeah. Not, then yeah. like, all right, well, people are wanting this thing. Yeah. And, you know, I've had people... some people ask me about it, uh, which yeah. is always super encouraging. Yeah. Um, yeah. But for me, it's like, I, I enjoy it to the point where if nobody listened, I'd probably still do it. They're the same um, way. I'm the same it's way. It's fun for me. <laughs> yeah. It's fun yeah. for me. And I have like one or two buddies that probably listen to it. Um, but it's just fun for me. And, and so I, I don't particularly care. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think at some point it's like, I believe it's like 80% of podcasts never get past 20 episodes. Yep. Uh, and so like, I'm at almost a hundred now. Yeah. It's like, I'm already in that top 20%, baby. <laughs> I don't need any other stats than that. So yeah, man, that that's how I feel too. I, I think I'm, yeah. I, I think you will be 165. So like, it's really? cool. It's, it's cool to be, you know, just to keep going. Cause you're right. You know, it, it very few podcasts get out of that because a lot gets started and you know life happens or it's harder than they think or whatever you know oh and, yeah but it's it, it is fun man it is fun i'm glad i'm glad you're enjoying it um man but that other podcast two hours man that's that's a, oh, that's yeah. a lot that's a lot man they're long ones they're yeah. long but i love it i love talking to the guys yeah um it's it's funny um mr riddell who's uh it's his podcast and me and somebody else just came on as co-hosts and yeah. he also brings in other guests. And so it's a debating podcast. And so we're all on different uh, political sides of the aisle and he's kind of in the middle and we just talk about things and we'd be, I mean, I'm amazed at how respectful, I mean, he does a great job and yeah. you know, I try to be respectful and my other co-host, he's very respectful. And so it's, a, it's very fun. Like it's mm -hmm. fun just to like kind of play devil's advocate with each other and and we do cover some contentious topics sometimes, but that's why you gotta be, you know, just being respectful. Yeah. So where did you guys know? I'm assuming you guys all knew each other before you got on this thing. So no, actually I'm just part of a podcast oh. group with him. Okay. Uh, we're on a Facebook group and he just called out looking like he was looking for some co hosts for a show and I messaged him and and so we talked. He did a phone interview and he was some interviewing some other people and I was one of the guys that he picked and than the other guy that's cool man yeah yeah it's uh it's always exciting when you know when other people are like want you on their thing right mm -hmm. yeah, that, yeah that's it is. yeah that was, that was pretty cool and i just did uh i just did a podcast yesterday actually last night at the same time um another two hour long podcast with another <laughs> guy who has a, a, a pretty big i guess like several thousand people watch his show it's nice. called wick tv and he wants me to be a guest after our discussion. He wants me to be a guest on on their on his show, which is pretty exciting for me. So, yeah, that's cool, man. Like I said, mm -hmm. the, the the more people that are like, yeah, be you know, come on here. Obviously, you're doing something good or sounding good, or you know. Yeah, I fooled him. I made him sound like I was someone <laughs> worth listening to. Hey, that's all right. You know, sometimes that that's part of it too. Hey, yeah. however, however you get in, man. Right, natural born politician, baby. <laughs> Uh, is that the plan for you? Because you talked about law school, like like. What, uh, what's so your... I want to study constitutional law, probably. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm doing my internship right now at the Perrysburg Municipal Court with Judge Ohanian. Okay. Um. So and he's a great guy. I love him. Uh. And seeing the prosecutors there is pretty cool. So I thought I might do that. Um. But um. I really am very much more interested in more like academic side of law, which would fall more on the constitutional law side. Okay. And so then I'd either work for a think tank or work for like an advocacy group. Uh, for folks that need uh, their constitutional rights defended in front of the Supreme Court. So, mm. and where are you going to school? Um, I don't want to say where oh, I'm going fine. to school right now, just because I I was just degrading the institution, so I don't want to <laughs> name that institution. So, 
that you very okay i get it i get it yeah <laughs> fair that's a fair point um so so the first couple first couple of years i you said you know weren't exactly your cup of tea uh mm-hmm. but you're you're kind of getting through it now do you feel do you feel differently about maybe not totally but do you feel better about like hey this is this is, or or is it still just a slog you're so, just trying to get so i'm it? i'm looking forward to going to law school mm-hmm. um but it's kind of it just kind of is what it is like i okay. don't feel a particular way about college like you know it's just something that i had to do to get to law school okay. which is what i wanted to do um so i go for criminal justice um and so just the the institution that i'm at and it's it's a good place. It's a very, it's a very average school. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it just seems like they go through the motions. Like there's a couple of professors that I have loved a couple yeah. of professors that did a great job and they were actually like teachers. Other ones are just, you know, I'd call them like instructors and all they do is they have their pre-made slides that have been made since like 2003 and just read off of them. Yeah. And and so some it kind of it's hit or miss with the professors. Uh, some of them are really great professors, uh, and some of them are not. The ones that I have loved the best uh-huh. have been um, not professors at all. They've been uh, actual police officers and or judges that okay. are um, what do you call it? Adjunct. Um, adjunct teaching professors, exactly. Yeah. Yep. So the chief of White House taught one of my classes. Oh. Uh, he's great. He actually came on my podcast because we hit it off so well. Nice. Um, after, of course, after the class was over, not breaking any rules. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then the Lorraine, uh, the city of Lorraine, one of the lieutenants came on, uh, and he was, uh, spectacular as well. Uh-huh. And then judge Rieger from the BG common police court, uh, is an adjunct there as well. Okay. So, uh, did you know, like, obviously you're, you're for all intents and purposes, a, a kid picking a college. Mm-hmm. um did you know like like were you pretty were you disappointed right away or did, or like picking this college you're like all right right from the beginning you're like all right it's just four years i gotta get through it this is the college yeah. i'm picking yeah so this no so the reason i chose this college particularly is because um my dad was a professor there okay so i got a free year ah okay so okay. i started there um and then it was kind of a up in the air because then after i started there my brother finished college at this uh-huh. place and then he, my dad got a, a really great offer at another college. And so there was going to be a debate on whether I go there, but they didn't have quite the same benefits. Got it. Um, so they didn't, they offered some free tuition, but it would have been cause I would have had to move. Mm-hmm. And we, I, I spent a lot of time doing the math and it, it was ended up cheaper paying at my current school. I also came in with a lot of credits cause I went to Penna. And so Penna, I got almost a year done. Oh, nice. College at Penna Career Center, uh, and they paid for all of it. Uh, so I actually only started there in 2021, and I'm graduating in the fall. So I've only really been there for two years. That's cool. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Penta. Uh, I love it. Yeah, I'm glad when kids choose to go there. I, I feel like I know when I was in school 20 years ago, it was like a stigma for kids to go to penta oh and, yeah and i feel like it's still that way and i just i it can't is. figure it out yeah i can't i had some friends that like told me that i'm not coming back because all my teachers just slandered it yeah um there's a there's a certain euphemistic name that they give us yeah i yep 
Yep. Yep. <laughs> Man, that's so. still that's still a thing. Oh yeah. God. Oh, yeah. It yeah, is. That's, that sucks. So but I'm assuming you. Go ahead. Oh, it's it's a spectacular school. Mm-hmm. Um, because especially when I was there, um, um, it's not principal, but Mr. Kurtz, uh, who was essentially the principal, um, he got rid of final exams. Oh yeah. Okay. So there's no final exams. I mean, because we have tests, so many other tests that we take yeah. for our actual trades and everything. Yep. Um, so we have a lot of other testing that we do, and they have so much more freedom to teach how they want to teach. They don't have like the same curricular requirements uh, that other institutions have. So it's a great experience, and yeah. I recommend it to anybody and everybody that knows what they want to do, yeah, or just wants to have some kind of marketable skill. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a. Uh... At the time, uh, Mr. Falkenstein was came on my podcast. At the oh. time, he worked for Penta. Yeah, um, he's not there anymore, but it was he's cool because no, he he's he is um, is he superintendent? I think he's superintendent of a of a nearby school oh, district, okay. but I can't remember. I can't remember exactly. Very I think nice. that happened that happened a few years ago. Um, but he was a he he was a great guest, and he brought me a bunch of Penta swag, which I liked. Uh, very nice was, yeah i had i actually of... kept my uniform so i still have my uniform oh, really? and so i was in the cj program uh and the instructor let me keep my badge oh nice so i still nice. have it yeah he, he is the superintendent of gibsonburg schools very nice yeah very yeah. nice um uh, but yeah yeah pence is great man uh I, there was a plenty of football players that i coached that went there and i always talked to him because because they always get off or you know, get come to practice there in their work boots or jeans or you know other uh, their, oh, their yeah. uniforms and stuff. So I, I like talking to them about yep. about Penta. me and uh me and uh, uh, Caleb went to Penta together and we'd always race to track practice. <laughs> uh yeah. Speaking of track, that's I mean I, we probably could have started with that. That's how I met you in junior high track. Yes. Uh, yep. you were just a just a little guy, and I was like, man, what's this guy coming out here to throw a uh, shot and disc? Yeah, it looks like an and absolute it- dork. <laughs> But you were a really good disc thrower. Uh, I was okay. No, I I thought you. Well, I always compare it to. Uh, I compare it to size too, because and, and and I think size matters more in shot. Um, mm-hmm. but in disc, it, it matters less. You just got to be able to to get the motion down. And that was one. Yeah. I would always tell you guys that that's the one thing I could never do. I could I could not spin in high school, mm-hmm. but I can I can definitely teach you and show you guys. But. Uh, it, it it's cool it was cool to see you obviously go to the junior high and then continue in high school because mm-hmm. not that doesn't happen a lot a lot of times the the throwers will play baseball or softball or not do at all hmm. you know so it was cool to see to, to to see it through you know yeah uh did yeah. you uh henches was your coach uh Henches, yep he was one of my he was one of my favorite coaches i ever had oh yeah uh such it's a good exactly dude man. yeah su- such a good dude and we'd always just talk and you know towards the end of the season when it was just the league meet and then districts and regionals there was only you know a couple of us there and and that was real cool just to get some like real one-on-one time too with him oh yeah 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 he was great i loved i i loved continuing to do disc um i never got particularly good at it but we also had uh, people like josiah come on and it was just like one of those naturals that just doesn't matter um and my brother, surprisingly, just decided to show up one day. And this is always the biggest contentious fights we got in. Because my brother's just one of those people that's like always just good enough to beat you. Okay. Like, so he's so he's just he's not a star athlete. 
but he's always just athletic enough to beat you at whatever you wanted to do. Yeah. Uh, so he came on and ended up on our varsity <laughs> squad and bumped me out. Shame. Ah, Terrible. I so. still don't think about it clearly. That's all right. No, no, no. I'm over it. I'm over it. <laughs> uh, I just saw Josiah uh, a few weeks ago at a graduation party. He is now oh, yeah? he's playing football at Heidelberg and he's also throwing at Heidelberg. Really? So, Very yeah. nice. He's doing both. Yeah. So awesome. Keep it busy. Uh, but he's he's doing well. He said, I asked, uh, I didn't want to say like, are you the best thrower? But I asked like, hey, where are you in the rank of all yeah. the throwers? And he's like, he's like, I'm the best one. I'm like, oh, nice. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not one to to bandy about, so he'll just say it. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's a good dude. I, I like him. It was another one too. where where I, I've I met him as a freshman. I was a freshman coach, and you know, uh, I, I like I like that was one thing I liked about track coaching track at junior high is I could meet these kids, mm-hmm. whether it was you or who didn't play football, but I could follow along, right? Or somebody who did play football yep. and I obviously coach in high school, mm-hmm. but meeting you meeting early. Is nice because like you know i like i like seeing where everyone goes and what they do like uh, yeah uh caroline hannah i don't know if you remember her uh yeah i just i just saw her at costco <laughs> oh did you oh nice yeah 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 so she actually just finished up some landscaping in my backyard you know so really? cause she, yeah she's going to school for for uh horticulture and down at columbus yeah, i remember she talked to you about that quite often during practices yeah yeah like they just she's always loved that and now she's you know she was like i said she was in my backyard she works for the metro parks too where i work at so like very nice like all these things that you know i can keep tabs and 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 just it's just cool to like see what you guys do you know oh yeah oh yeah and now yeah, i love running into people that i know yeah uh, sometimes they don't quite see me uh, i have this knack i think it's the residual homeschoolness uh but i just am usually able to like avoid being seen by people um i don't know it just stuck but when well, I, do, I think if you dress like that in public i think people will notice you all the time yeah you just that's part of my plan you know socially <laughs> awkward homeschooled kid i gotta do something so that people see me you know <laughs> yeah, see i i would feel bad like you're you look nice uh dressed in a nice jacket you know jeans i just went to dinner in some basketball shorts and a t-shirt so uh yeah well you know different people I, I like to I like to dress nice. I think it does. There's a lot of science that's come out that shows it's it's very beneficial. Uh, just like with your own personal psyche, like you know the I the concept of look good, feel good is like actually a very oh, true thing. Yeah. Very deeply rooted in psychology. So we actually one of the only classes I enjoyed was my psychology class. Okay, um, we talked about that sort of thing. Uh, and there's a lot of uh, people out there. I like this guy Tanner Guzzi. Okay. Uh, he's got a pod. I think he's got a podcast, uh, but he does a lot of like podcasting tours and goes around and he's got a book called the appearance of power. Uh, mm-hmm. And he talks about men and, and dressing nice and how, how important and how important dressing nicely is. Okay. Um, and it was always like a staple of man that man is the people, uh, the, the individuals that, you know, wore the traditional warrior garb, like, you know, with the hakas we talked about earlier. Yeah. They would dress up when they do it. They dress up in very nice, ornate garb. Uh, and for some reason, um, in our modern society, people don't like to do it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's no shame. You know, it's, we don't, they didn't always have very nice, comfortable pants. And so, you know, they only had one option. <laughs> um, but, you know, that's why you just buy the comfortable stuff that happens to look nice as well. Yeah, so. I, I did. You know, I did go to Costco. Uh, this was a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, I found some black pants because I always wear black pants or mm-hmm. khaki pants on Friday nights and a polo shirt. 
yeah. and they were at Costco. And I'm like, oh, these are nice. And, and I mm-hmm. bought, bought a pair, bought them home. And they were so they were so nice and comfy that I went and bought a gray pair and a blue pair. So now, yeah, now I think I, I have the same ones. <laughs> so, yeah, the Hagar ones, like super light and yeah, flexible. Yeah. Hagar Almost ones, like golf then pants, maybe. GH you know? Bass, I think the other ones are the the yeah. navy ones. Yeah, I, so, I can't remember, but yeah, they were uh, they were they're comfy. You know, I, I can wear those. I can wear those around. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> um, I was gonna say one more thing. Oh. uh, Maybe that's why I like like all my jobs. I've had a uniform and I just like mm-hmm. being able to just like wear a uniform and not have oh, to worry yeah. about like picking clothes, you know? Yep. Yep. I, mean, I agree. That's yep. one of the things I loved about Penna. They took away yeah. the whole worrying about what you're going to wear. Uh, they just took it away from you because you had to wear a uniform. Yeah. So I, I, uh, well, I went to Catholic grade school and from kindergarten mm-hmm. to eighth grade, I always had to wear a uniform. And then I went to Paris, I moved sure. to Perrysburg when I was a freshman and i had to for the first time like pick my own clothes to go to school and it was weird yeah. and i didn't know how to do it right so yeah yeah that's one great way to get bullied if you showed up in a suit to high school you'd get <laughs> that's a great way to get bullied <laughs> fortunately if i do that at at bg people don't care as much but i'm yeah. i'm continually i i haven't worn this this is i would say development of the last three or four months okay so i haven't like I always wore semi nice clothes. Like I'd never, like my whole life, I always, I never kind of wore sweatpants around. Yeah. Uh, I always preferred jeans. Uh, so I'd wear jeans and and a t shirt at college. I'll probably start showing up like this though, because we'll see. You know, got tested around you a little bit. Um. How many jackets I, do you have? Do you own? So I have this one. I have another brown one. I have a gray one, a black one, and a navy one. And okay. then I'm getting another one soon because I gotta I have to go get fitted for a suit for a wedding. Oh, so okay. I think it's like a, a blue. So I'll be at six. Do you wear ties ever? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I'm you... very proud of my tie collection. Yeah. So I got I got a couple from Guatemala that were hand sewn when oh, I did wow. a mission trip down to Guatemala. Uh so I'm very proud of those. So I actually I'm most proud of my cardigan collection. Cardigans. I have I have a collection of like very nice cardigans. <laughs> Uh, and I just got a recent one uh, that is kind of like cut like a suit coat, but it's a right. cardigan. So yeah. it's great for the winter time. Makes me look like an old curmudgeon guy, you know? So, um, man, I would, uh, it's just not my jam, man. But like you said, you know, no, you, yeah. you do what you do. And, you know, I have yeah. nice clothes. Like I own, yeah. I think there's like six, I have like six suits. Like I have, and I have yeah. ties and I have shirts and I yeah. have all that stuff. I just, yeah. My job well, doesn't doesn't make I don't have to wear that stuff. Sure, so I sure, don't absolutely. You know. One of the things that so my brother, I got my brother kind of on the bandwagon of dressing nice because mm-hmm. uh, he's like a gym bro through and through. <laughs> so he wears the gym bro clothes and it's like, dude, come on. Man, you guys sound so like, opposite. Look, you guys sound yeah, so opposite. Yeah, he's very we're the opposite. So like when we take the personality assessments, mm-hmm. like our personalities are the inverse of each other, <laughs> like entirely, <laughs> which is why I got bullied as a child by my brother, but <laughs> picked on picked on picked on picked on but um i got him to like kind of start dressing up he won't admit that it was me but it was Mm -hmm. me you know he obviously had to do the research himself um (laughs) but so he'll dress up and i'll dress up and we look totally different but we're both dressed up yeah and the thing is is there's like one like this is what dressed up looks like and that's not necessarily true people have to find the styles that fit them Mm -hmm. and there's usually like a dressier version of the different styles that is more fitting for you and okay. I just happen to dress like somebody from the 1930s, <laughs> and I and I read old books, so it's kind of fitting. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, you're talking about your ties. You know who had, I don't know if you ever talked about it, uh, an impressive tie collection was Henches. He had, he prided, prided himself on never wearing the same tie the entire school year. Oh, very nice. Yeah. And, I did and, not get a chance to talk to him about ties. Yeah. That's yeah, very I, unfortunate. The, 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 only, the only time that came up was, um, I think it was, he was on my podcast. So it was, it was mm-hmm. an early yeah, episode. I listened to that talked, one. Yeah, he talked about it then. And then uh, I went to his funeral and, and they were giving away his ties. He said, make sure you take a tie. So oh, I was good. able to grab one of his ties. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. But yeah, I That's thought amazing. it was like a, a cool thing to for him to be like, yeah, never wear the same tie the entire school year. I said, yeah. man, that's first of all, where do you put all those things? I, I know they're tiny, but that's a lot of ties. No, I have them hanging up on like a hanger behind my door. And sometimes I can't close my door. The tile <laughs> gets stuck in. Do you ever, um, do you ever look at t- your ties and like, think like, oh, I could probably get rid of this one or that one or. I don't have that many quite yet. Okay, There's a couple right. that I've looked at that it's like, Someone bought for me. It's like a skinny tie, and I'm like, I'm never gonna wear that. Why do I skinny, still have that? Yeah, skinny so, tie. I mean, I'm a big dude, so skinny ties. I just I can oh, never do yeah. a skinny tie. I always feel weird. Yeah, no, it, it looks of a certain disposition. Yeah, so. I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. I, my wife likes them, so I'll, if she says here wear this, well, that's tie, a reason I'll to wear it. I wear it. Correct. Yes, yeah. and, and I will yeah. wear it then. Correct. Yeah. Uh, but I I just I'm not a huge huge fan of. Them. I love. Uh, I'm also like, I'm a dad, so I love joke ties too. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I don't know yeah. why. I don't know the ties yeah. that look like a fish or something. I don't know. I don't oh, yeah. know. My brother's my brother just became a dad very re- uh, as of like four days ago. Oh, nice. uh, so he's got a couple silly ties that he's got yeah. now. It's just naturally. They just appear <laughs> once you become a dad. I think yeah. they just appear in your closet. So, yeah, I have yet to receive a tie as a gift from my kids. I think it's be- obviously because I don't wear ties all the time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I do. I do enjoy those uh, stupid joke ties because I. I, but I don't know when I would ever wear them. Like even if yeah. I got one, like like I I wear solid and striped ties because it's dress up and you got to go to this wedding or do this mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. or whatever you know. But like there's ne- there's never a time where I could just wear a tie with bacon on it or something. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I get that. I get that. Yeah, I think that wouldn't be entirely appropriate for a wedding, or or I mean a funeral or hey, either. You know? We have we have some people that come to our church, uh, Pastor Lerba. Um, He's hilarious, great guy. Uh, he wear he comes in wearing the wackiest ties <laughs> that just don't even match like the color scheme of what else he's wearing. Uh, it's so funny. Is it it's hard so to concentrate? Funny. I feel like it'd be hard to concentrate on what this person is saying. Like oh, no matter well, who he, it is, he's like... not preaching. He's just one of the other pastors that are there. Okay, uh, okay. So our pastor, I don't think I've ever seen our head pastor wear a tie. All right. He wears like suits and stuff, but he never wears the tie. Yeah. Um. So he's he's the, this is a different pastor. Uh, okay. Not a preaching one, uh, but yeah. he comes in and just wears the goofiest stuff. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I, I mean, my boss doesn't wear ties, but even then, like, if he were to wear, I was like, man, I can't even, I can't even understand what you're saying right now. We gotta, you gotta like change what you have on because I, <laughs> I'm not going to get any work done today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. Yeah. So, ties uh, are a funny thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you should, if you haven't, do, uh, podcast on the history of ties can we uh can we get that thing i should can we get I was that done? very cute i was just talking to my dad about like why where did ties come from yeah like, i don't know oh. yeah it is uh let me see here real quick uh history history of ties um could you even i can't even like fathom an answer on like what would so the origin the origin of the necktie can be traced back to the 17th century during the 30 years war that's so long ago during the Thirty Years' War? 
Yeah, that's what it said. The huh. French hired Croatian mercenaries who wore traditional knotted neckerchiefs around their necks as part of their uniform. Mm, there you go. More practical, more practical than stiff collars. So there we go. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I thought it would be something that has to do with like a military garb. Yeah. Like, so I figured because that's like the reason we salute comes from British when a knight would enter a castle, he had to be able to see with his visor. So he would flip his visor up, which is why the British salute like this. Oh. And because we're Americans, we're like, screw you. We're doing it this way. Um, so that's why we salute. Oh, nice. So, I love little tidbits like that. That's why yeah. I liked history too. When, when I was in high school, uh, Mr. Ferguson was one of my favorite history teachers. Yep. And uh, I, I older Mr. History. Ferguson, right? What's that? The older Mr. Ferguson or correct. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. So he, he was, he was awesome. I actually just, who did I talk to about that? Uh, I can't even remember. Somebody was just on my podcast. We talked about him. Uh, but yeah, he, he was a good dude. Uh, but I, I went to school initially to be, uh, a history teacher. Oh, um, nice. that's how, that's how I was going towards. And then school, school wasn't for me right away. So, yeah. uh, I had to, it's had to certainly not it for everyone. It's very frustrating when everyone's told that they have to go to college. Yeah. Uh, it's just, that's not true. It, is that still, true. is that in high school? Are, I feel like it's getting better, but I don't so, know if it's so still like, a I thing. never went, the only school I went to was Penna. Oh, that's so right. I that's never right. went, I never went to Perrysburg. So at Penna is a beautiful thing because they don't really shill college. Yeah, There's yeah. certain, certain like career tech schools that you could get into there that would, because mm-hmm. that's the natural conclusions. Like if you're on the DVP people, like you kind of got to, mm-hmm. like you can get a lot of upfront certifications. Uh, but Penn as an institution did not chill for college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have, um, I have a, a friend that I graduated with who works at the school at the high school. And she says it's, it's a less of like, you know, yes, you got to go to college, go to college. Now there's, there's more of like, well, here's other avenues. If you don't think college is right for you, yeah. you know, I think it's more of a, it's probably more of a parent thing than anything too. Like probably yeah, I would like, assume so. Yeah, like uh, everybody still has this ideal, and this is one of the frustrating things for me as someone like who's in college. My dad's a college professor. Yeah. Is the degree inflation? So it's like the the bat the bachelor's degree is kind of the new high school diploma. Yeah, which is unfortunate yeah. because then it's just turning college into high school again, which is yeah. why it's frustrating. It's like I went through high school, I did all that ready already, and I just had to take the same courses. Yeah. Fortunately for me, because I did actually do college courses in Penna, another another ring for Penna's bell, um, yeah. is they'll they'll pay for your preliminary courses, so you're not doing that. Um, and, and I think that's an unfortunate thing. I do. I am encouraged by how much the trades are picking up. Yeah. Uh, and people can make a great wage living, um, doing trades, which is obviously an extremely important job yeah. uh, that is really slammed on for some reason, like working in the trades. Like, I don't get that. Like mm-hmm. we wouldn't have houses to live in if not for these people. Like it, it and they do amazing work and it's very talented work. It's yeah. just not easy to um, do the masonry. It's not easy to do all the carpentry required for setting up house frames. It's not easy to do a lot of these manual labor jobs. Welding. Yeah. I was able to do some welding stuff while I was at Penna. It's very skillful labor. Yeah. It's not easy to do. It's, it's very not, artistic too. Not that easy. Yeah. It, 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 if you're, when you're good at it, it looks nice too. Like, it's just, like I said, it's oh, very yeah. artistic, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Um, uh, oh, I had something when you were, what, what did I ask you about to begin with? I forget the what ties this was. or the history of ties or no, gosh, there was one more thing. I should have wrote it down. Um, you know, we know I stopped writing things down because a couple, one guest told me, uh, what do you, what are you writing down? I'm like, oh, I just make notes of what, what, you know, what people are saying or if I have a question or, or, you oh. know, to, to fill it out. And they're like, it made me nervous because I, the first it's like it made me nervous i didn't know what you were doing so uh, i stopped like i'm doing getting it. psychologically examined oh no <laughs> so I, I stopped doing it because you know it's, oh. i i feel like other people might feel that way too because when they're talking i'm writing and they're like oh what's he writing oh, you know interesting. oh oh i figured it out so you talked about you know basically the bachelor's degree being mm-hmm. you know inflated and, and it's yeah. like a high school degree now so one thing i like and a lot of jobs do it but i noticed because i work for the metro park so i noticed that there when we have job postings it will say bachelor's degree, um, bachelor's degree recommended or X yep. amount of years job experience. Yeah. Yeah. Field experience field. You know, I like that part too, because it is, it's putting it on the same level, the degree and the experience. So you don't have to have yes. it, you know? So I, yeah. I like that, that we do that. Yep. Yep. I, I agree. Experience is something that like can't be, yeah, you can't like, lecture experience obviously yeah. Yeah. and i would place i would be very pro getting back more towards like apprenticeship style work yeah. like if you want to have this uh degree like experience you know you have two years experience and then do an apprenticeship so that's how like uh in the british law system that's kind of how they do it so you have to do an apprenticeship and so we have an internship sort of system but in a different career path, such as my friend uh, who's going into architecture, he was pretty much told that, yeah, you have to get this degree, but then you're going to go do an apprenticeship and you're going to relearn everything in this degree because all the different offices will essentially um, want different ways of doing what they learned. So yeah. they'll just reteach you everything no matter what. <laughs> it's like, well, then why am I... Why, why am I paying all this money for this for this degree? Yeah. And so the same sort of thing in most of the criminal justice professions, uh, they'll have some form of the academy. And so they'll just reteach everything in this bachelor's program. They'll just teach it again the way that they want it done. Yeah. And so it's it's kind of redundant. Well, yeah. 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 Um, I know that's I like when, when we hire new seasonal workers for us at the parks. I know some of my favorite seasonal workers are the ones that don't necessarily have experience in landscaping uh mm-hmm. or you know any, any any of that kind of like mowing weed whipping trimming that kind of stuff because i'll take as long as you have like a job history like here's here's i've had jobs i just want to do this now yeah. i'd much rather train people how i how we do things sure. as opposed yep. to retraining them like oh no we we don't do it that way we got to do it this way you know yeah but absolutely. i'll take you know for seasonal work like it is it is uh, easier work it's it's not it's not easy the work to be to it's not easy no, the work isn't easy but it's easier to learn especially the way yeah. we do it then you can just continue on the way we do stuff yeah. yeah yeah um well jonathan uh i appreciate you hopping on again <laughs> probably <laughs> the shortest the shortest notice i've ever had with somebody um I, we do i do do one more thing uh it's a youtube only segment uh, okay. When people are in person, they pick the cards. But since um, you are not in person, it's a game of. I don't say the name of the game because I don't think I'm popular enough to get in trouble for it. But uh, it's just questions. There I are understand. three. There are three levels. So there's an icebreaker, deep, and deeper. 
So I'm just going to pick okay. a random card for you. If you get the only thing is if you get an icebreaker question, you have, I got to pick another question. Cause those are like super easy. It's like, what's your favorite color? Okay. Okay. If you get a deeper, deeper, we'll just have See, one that'll question. Be, I think you'd be safe with what is your favorite color? Because I'm colorblind. <laughs> oh, so, you are. Yeah. Yeah. It's like oh. an existential question. Like what is color? <laughs> but what, what is color? All right. <laughs> uh, I was just learning. I just listened about a pod, uh, listened to a podcast where, they are getting rid of uh, Reddit is getting rid of the whatever the AI is that or the the mm -hmm. talking that blind people can use to to essentially read Reddit posts. Huh. So, so they're getting rid of that. Uh, and um, somebody and it, this person was blind from birth. And he says a lot of people ask him, like, what do you see black? And he's like, I don't even know what that is. Like, how? yeah, I was like, There's that's no a very good point. For it. Yeah, that's yeah. a very good point. Uh, all right. So I'm going to pull a question. You'll see me pull. Uh, we will read the question and then we'll end the episode and then we'll start back up on YouTube. So here's okay. question. You got a deep, deep question. Okay. So your question is what was something you liked or did before it was mainstream? So this is your question. What was something you like or did before it was mainstream? Again, Jonathan, I appreciate you coming mm -hmm. on the podcast. Everyone uh, click over to YouTube, find the YouTube video. Uh, of this question or of his answer I should say uh, Jonathan good luck with your podcast uh, good luck in your future uh, endeavors uh, I, I hope everything uh, goes well for you thank you thanks again to my guest Jonathan Coots for coming on the podcast uh, it was a great episode I uh, love listening to uh, to people that uh, are now uh, I'm not going to say fully grown because he's still in college but grown up from when I coached him in 7th in and 8th grade so it was cool to, to see how he has transformed into the person he is today um, and it, it was, uh, it was cool. Just like, again, that nerd out question is so important for me. Uh, I don't even, I don't even care if you guys like it. I love it. Uh, learning new things. Um, why, why people gravitate towards certain things. Uh, so it was, it was fun to, to listen to him about, talk about his books, you know, his, his, uh, class, his school that he did not want to name. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it was a great episode. I appreciate Jonathan for coming on again. I literally, uh, put a post on facebook and 15 minutes later we were podcasting so that was uh, that was awesome for him to come on so as always thanks to cuttlefish graphics real jp multimedia big daddy graphics and perrysburg junior high stem for always helping out the podcast thanks for listening we'll see you next time